Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Back in November, we met an Irish lad called Andy Howard. He's from Wicklow. And he's planning quite a trip. He was planning then on travelling from the UK to Australia, but relying solely on the kindness of strangers. He's been on the road since January. He's on the line now. You know where he is. Morning, Andy. Well, <laughs> where are you? Good to speak to you again. And you, and you. So, where are you right now? I'm currently in Tbilisi, uh, in Georgia. We played a few football matches out there, so I think there's a few Irish fans who mm-hmm. know the area you're talking about, but most of us don't. And I suppose, look, we should go back to the beginning. We did speak to you before the end of last year, but tell everybody what exactly it is you're currently doing. Yeah, so I'm, I basically set a challenge to trek from the UK to Australia, starting off with zero money and counting on the kindness of strangers for food, shelter and travel and uh, raise, raise £100,000 then for suicide prevention. And remind us why you chose to pick that as your charity. Yeah, so I think um, mental health is a, a massive thing and I lost a mate of mine in 2018 through suicide. And I really wanted to, to try help as, as best I could. And uh, living over in the UK then last year, um, I kind of set myself up really well and I could have easily settled. And uh, yeah, something inside me was saying, right, you need to do something big before you settle, Andy. So yeah. have a good think about it. And I said, look, what could I do if anything was possible? And what could I achieve um, if I couldn't fail? And this is it. Right, so your plan then, as you said, is to walk from the UK to Australia, basically. Well, not walk, but travel without any money. So you don't have flights booked, you don't have a car, you're just relying on the generosity of strangers. Absolutely, that's, that's, uh, that was the idea, well, yeah. The fact that you're already in Tbilisi in Georgia means it's obviously going quite well. So I suppose take us back to when you began the journey. Like, Where have you found you know, situations and people that you've been really grateful to meet? Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been amazing. And uh, again, I've, I've made it like, to Tbilisi in Georgia already. So everything is happening so, so quick. But like I think the, the pinnacle moment for me was when I got the um, ferry from the UK to France. And on that boat, then I just randomly got speaking to a guy called Simon. And Simon said that uh, he believed in the story and believed in the cause and he wanted to be able to help out as best as possible. And then actually brought me to the train station and then paid for my train then into France. Wow. Yeah, so that, that, that really kind of hit home because everything before that was kind of just an idea and then kind of hoping. Mm. And do you find you have to approach people and proactively share your story or is it more of an organic thing where you get chatting and something emerges? Yeah, so I originally didn't think that I was going to have to actually just tell people my story, but it's amazing what a simple hello can even do. It's like uh, one evening I was in a coffee shop trying to edit videos and there, someone bought a cake and it was a red bell cake. I had no idea what it was. And just my curiosity of what the item that she was eating was led me to have a, a room that night. <laughs> explain, explain how that is, conversation Is there anything went. cake can't solve? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was, it was so strange. And the story actually gets stranger as well. I was in Italy when, when this happened. So I was, record, well, I was trying to edit the videos anyway and I saw this cake and uh, I, I was kind of staring at it a bit too long and then she saw me staring at it and I said, do you mind me asking what, what kind of cake that is? And it turned out she was actually from Galway studying there. <laughs> She was from Galway. I love it. It's typical, isn't it? <laughs> typical. Like the one person that I just saw having a cake who turned out to be then from Galway. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of you here online and your back, it's one that you've taken it in the mirror of your back and it looks very red, red and raw and sore. How is the body and what kind of injuries have you been picking up? 
Yeah, so the, like the bag is 30 kilos. So like uh, I didn't really know what I should bring, but I'm literally just carrying carrying this massive thing around. And what and what so makes up the 30 kilos? Why is it so heavy? That's that's massive. Yeah, so like I have the tent there. I have like obviously the camera equipment then as well, and the laptop, and then I have winter gear and summer gear. So yeah, there's a lot in it. Mm. And when you're like, you know, when you're traipsing through a place and you don't have the kindness of a stranger at that moment, for example, if you're on foot with 30 kilo bag on your back, like who have you met along the way that's blown your mind? Did I hear you stayed in a farm in Italy or something like that? Yeah, I was on a farm as well. It's just been mind blowing. Like, um, and it, because it's all happened too quick, when I actually start editing videos and looking back on the footage, I go, "Oh my god, I actually did that!" And I met that nice person, and that was amazing that that happened. <laughs> and it's almost looking out from another view, going, "Look at that guy doing all this." It's an out of body experience about someone else doing the massive journey. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't is, yeah. you can't help but evolve as a human doing this kind of thing. I mean, you're being pushed out of your comfort zone every minute of every day. How do you feel you've changed throughout the last few? weeks? Yeah, it's a great question and um, it's amazing how people can easily adapt. Like we've all seen it through the likes of COVID and stuff, how people can easily just go, okay, this is what it is. And for me especially it's waking up every day going, I actually don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight, I don't know where I'm going to get my next meal. Yeah, have you, have you had hungry days? Uh, have you had days where you just, for whatever reason, you just haven't managed to find someone to, to give you what you need and you have to go hungry? So yeah, I've gone hungry a few times, but I've always had a place to stay. And even when I do get fed, it's, it's hard because, especially when you don't speak the language, you don't want to overeat and you don't want to make, make sure everyone has enough food. To go <laughs> well, that was one of my next questions was, how are you coping linguistically? Because you're traveling all across these different countries. Right now, you're in Georgia. I mean, I presume you don't speak much Georgian or Russian, do you? No, so I did try to learn Russian because people said like maybe 50% of people speak Russian here. Mm. So I was like, I learned a few phrases. And it was my first day when I actually started speaking and actually making friends. And they said, yeah, look, don't be speaking Russian here because they don't really like it. So I actually don't know anything else there. <laughs> Stick with the Georgian, yeah. yeah. Pigeon Georgian yeah, is better. Yeah, exactly. So right now you're trying to get from Georgia into Azerbaijan. Yeah, so that's the plan now at the moment. So the layout was to try to get to Baku in Azerbaijan. But the border between Georgia and Azerbaijan has been closed since I think it was like April 2020, so when COVID started. And they were meant to reopen on the 1st of March, which would have worked out perfectly for me. But then as I arrived, then they decided to keep the border closed um, up till the 1st of May. Ooh. So I'm kind of, yeah, so now I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, what, how am I meant to actually get by? Yeah, can you go, I mean, like, yeah. as they say, can you go the long way around? Like, is there, <laughs> I mean, like Georgia and Azerbaijan, I mean, what about going into Armenia or going down that way? Could you do that into Iran, maybe? Yeah, so like I was looking at all these options and you kind of really don't know other than Google what that's kind of uh, telling you and then you kind of speak to the locals and everything. So you actually can't go through Armenia and Azerbaijan because if you have a stamp in your passport, they won't allow you into either or the countries. Oh, um, right. I can't go through all of those. And yeah, the likes of Iran and then Kazakhstan, it's very, um, the uh, foreign office advises not to travel in through those areas, which then... I won't be able to actually be covered in under travel insurance. So oh, that's right. That's a difficulty yeah. as well. Okay. And I mean, is the option of hanging out and working somewhere for a while, is that, is that doable? You know, could you work on an organic farm or something and earn some food and some accommodation for a while before you eventually move on? Yeah, absolutely. So I was in Italy working on the farm, but unfortunately I had no internet at all. I wasn't able to even uh, let people know I was actually alive. 
and actually before I went into uh, the farm, when I did have signal, I said, look, I'm getting picked up by this guy. I'm meant to go into this farm, so if you don't hear me in five, seven hours, I just know that I was meant to work on a farm, and God love everyone that didn't hear from me for over 24 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our coverage then, I think, like two days after, and about the messages going, actually, Andy, I'm kind of worried. Are you okay? And you were okay. That's the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, okay, I, so I, I you, you, you've done, look, you've done loads, but you've got, I suppose, a, a geographically and politically difficult journey ahead of you, and then eventually you will make your way to Australia. Do you have any idea when you're going to hit Australia, or are you just, is that too far ahead to be thinking? Oh, way too far to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, it's trying to even just get into Azerbaijan or what the next step is, but... Uh, people are so nice, but then you don't want to outstay your welcome at the same time. Yeah, and I can help as much as possible, and that's kind of what I've been doing as well. But again, with that la- language barrier, it's kind of really hard to know whether they actually do mean it or yeah. they're just trying to mm. be nice, but they kind well, of don't let's have hope, the resources to keep me. Yeah, let's hope everybody who's listening maybe wants to help you a little bit and and donate to the cause that you're raising money for. You can search "Seeking Humankind Suicide Prevention" on GoFundMe. And that's where you'll find Andy's details. He is at Andy Howard 213 on Instagram. And uh, you can follow him on his YouTube channel and everything else like that. And follow the journey all along. It is fascinating, Andy. And we hope to catch up with you again when you're a little bit further along and uh, see where you are in a couple of months' time. I really appreciate that, lads. And, and thanks very much for your interest in the project as well. All right. Stay safe, Andy. Talk to you soon. Cheers, guys. All Bye. 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 What a man. Andy Howard there, uh, yeah, making his way to Australia, currently in Tbilisi in Georgia. And if you'd like to help Andy and you think uh, you'd like to raise some money for the suicide prevention that he's doing, if you search out Seeking Humankind Suicide Prevention on GoFundMe, uh, you can go and uh, give a couple of quid there. He is trying to raise a phenomenal amount of money for £100,000. And uh, Andy Howard 213 on Instagram is where you'll find him as well. But I just think that's just an amazing thing to undertake and difficult as you can hear now he doesn't not 100% sure which way to go now at this point uh, from Georgia but let's see what happens but we'll keep an eye on him definitely get him back on the phone at some point and find out how he's getting on Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today